Hello and happy new year. It's a new dawn. It's a new year. And I'm feeling fucking good. Yes, I'm your host, Chris Cross, and welcome to the th- to the th- 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 welcome to the season three premiere of the Loud and Proud Podcast. That's right. Unlike my father, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so positive about the new year. I'm ending the cycle with me. I haven't given up on alcohol, and alcohol hasn't given up on me. I'm pretty sure this is what Oprah would call an aha moment. Um, (laughs) I am really excited to be back, though. I feel like after I just randomly disappeared last April, um, more entertaining crazy shit happened. But it's okay. As the world turns more people will continue to do dumb shit. Look at Tristan Thompson or Khloe Kardashian or both of them. You know, Tristan, the prime example of why you don't date a Brampton man's and Khloe, the prime example of why you need to keep up with your therapy. Um, (laughs) And justice for Jordan Woods. I said what I had said. Okay. Um, But I'm not going to start off this episode being negative. Only factual, okay? Like, the fact that I really did enter this new year with this, like, uncontrollable, like, positive energy. Now, I know I'm generally a positive person with a side of asshole and a side of sarcasm. I get that. But I really did start off the new year ready to make the best of it. Like, I don't care what lockdowns they put us through. I don't care what variants come out. I don't care if we got to start using another language's alphabet. Shit ain't going to stop me, okay? (laughs) Only... Unless it means I get a day off work. You know, I can take a free day off work, all right, with a mimosa or a gin and tonic with a lime. You can't forget the lime. Remember that. Um, (laughs) On a side note, though, you know what I learned last year on my birthday? I learned I can't drink Jack and Cokes anymore like I used to. Like, I could drink them all night and be the life of the party. But now... (laughs) Last year, my birthday, dead. Woke up the next day, great. Why? Why, you might ask? Well, um, I don't think you can have a hangover when you've literally thrown everything up. Um, (laughs) And I don't know if this is because I just became a pussy and I can't drink Jack and Cokes anymore, or if this is just the maturing process and I'm supposed to actually like listen to my body, tell me that I'm a pussy and that I need to put the drink down. Um, This has yet to be determined, but what has been determined is I now have to pee before I go to bed. Otherwise I wake up at 3am ready to like shoot out an ocean. Um, But no, like, they don't tell you this. Like, I thought, okay, like, my 30s, okay, cool. Like, my body will start crumbling. No, you turn 24 and suddenly, like, things hurt. You know, you're, like, I have a good bladder. I still think I have a solid bladder. But, like, waking up in the middle of the night to pee? Who am I? My grandmother? No. Um, (laughs) But I believe people can do hard things. So I will keep you guys posted on my health and my alcoholism. Um... (laughs) Wow, I'm off to a great start. I think I've, I feel very chaotic right now. Maybe it's the excitement of being back with a microphone and talking to a wall again. The only difference the last bunch of months have been is that it was just the wall, no microphone. Um, I guess I should let you guys in on why I suddenly disappeared. But then I thought if my dad could disappear without a reason, y'all don't deserve a reason. (laughs) 
Um, okay, fine. I guess I should stick to this positive vibe ship. It's only episode one of a new year. Um, I guess if you guys must know what happened, I got a new job and I got really busy trying to make sure that I, you know, keep it. So, <laughs> and it's funny cause it's like, it's my first, my second like full-time job in my field and signing the contract. I realized that after the first one, there's no more excitement. <laughs> like when I got my first one, I was like, Ooh, look at me. Should I get a lawyer? I don't have one, but I thought mm, maybe I should get one. And you know, you're like, Ooh, benefits. Now I have no excuse to take care of my body after destroying it on Friday and Saturday night. And then I got my current job and you know, <laughs> my mom asked me how I felt and I simply said nothing. I was like, now I'm just a statistic that will never be able to afford his own house on any salary. And basically every contract I sign, I get closer to a midlife crisis. So the only thing I'm looking forward to is some worker's disability. Okay. <laughs> on a serious note though, you know, I don't know if I could ever be serious, but, um, I realized while preparing this episode that the day this episode gets released, it would be on what was what would have been Betty White's 100th birthday, which is okay. Like it, it was really sad. Obviously, I'm not. I know I wasn't the only one. Everybody's. That's all everyone was posting. But you know, I figured when Betty survived 2020 and pretty much all of 2021, that you know that she would eventually die when all this madness is over. Like my Chica, one of my best friends, you know, she would always say to me, like, we must protect Betty White at all costs. And I really thought we were saving her. I don't know how, but I really genuinely thought we were saving her. And then all of a sudden, New Year's Eve, God shows her 2022. And she was like, nope, fuck that. Peace out. It's just 2020 part two. And... <laughs> I don't know if that was really the case, but I honestly, deep down inside, I feel like it was a sign, but no, we're not going to, ah, I can't, I'm not getting into this negative energy. All right. <laughs> we're just going to say natural causes, but there are only a few celebrity deaths that I don't think I could ever handle. That would probably be Celine Dion, Wendy Williams. Jim Carrey, Mariah Carey, and Betty White. And then I would say shout out to Robin Williams and Joan Rivers, but y'all had to die. So <laughs> not had to, but y'all died. So you're not on the list anymore. Um, <laughs> but when I heard Betty White died, you know, I was sad to hear about her death, but I was almost immediately at peace with it. Maybe because she was like 99 when she passed, but I think it's because it was for more selfish reasons. I think I immediately felt like I had gotten everything I needed from like Betty White, you know? Um, I know she really became like this cultural icon in like the late 2000s, early 2010s, you know, doing celebrity roasts, the proposal, Snickers commercial and like SNL and like a million other things. But I really did grow up watching Betty White from like Mama's Family, Mary Tyler Moore, The Golden Girls. Now, I, I didn't understand, obviously, 
most of the comedy or references, but it was some of that TV that my parents forced me to watch or told me I could only watch, you know, old sitcoms and Disney Channel, <laughs> Family Channel, um, if you're Canadian. <laughs> but it was those old shows that, like, got me having this love for, like, physical comedy and, like, the facial expressions and the comedic timing. You know, I feel like because there's so much of her that will forever live on that somehow I was like, you know what? She did it. She fucking did it. I know she's had a hard, you know, she's had hard things happen to her. I'm sure she's had a harder life than we probably would ever know. You know, like I know one of the things is that, you know, she was married really. She was only married to her husband for like a short period of time before he passed. And Yet this woman always had like this positive energy. Like there's clips of her in like interviews. I think it was like with Joy Behar or something. And, you know, she would say like um, uh, something like her mom taught her was, you know, uh, her mom would say when someone passed, well, now they know the secret, right? Because we know everything. In this day and age, we fucking know everything or we think we know everything and everything plus that. And, you know, the one thing we don't know is what happens when we die. And she would say, now they know the secret. And I thought that is such a beautiful way to put it. That almost made me cry. Not her death. Just that in itself. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Just on a side note. You know, I used to get Barbara Walters and Betty White confused. Mind you, I didn't know either of their names. I just thought this is the same white woman that has the same hair cut to like my grandmother, Maya. <laughs> yeah, you can call it racism. I call it fucking hilarious. You know, you got Betty White, America's sweetheart, and then you got, you know, real Satan's mistress, allegedly, Barbara Walters. <laughs> And, you know, by the way, like, I do love Barbara Walters. I really do. Like, I'm some, like, old person that's, like, woo. But, <laughs> you know, I'm sure we'll have time in another episode or down the road to get into why she might be Satan's mistress. And I'm not going to say it, but, you know, maybe when she dies I'll have time. But I don't think I'll ever have time right now to, to you know, to get into that. You know, I don't want to bore you guys that much. <laughs> sometimes i'm a horrible person oh okay you know i won't stay on the topic of death much longer but you know what i will say is that betty white apparently was like older than sliced bread sliced bread apparently was invented in 1928 and betty white was born in 1922 that is five fucking years i don't know why i'm emphasizing the five years but just pointing that out <laughs> sliced bread the greatest thing since Betty White. Like, <laughs> and I don't even know if this is true. I just kept seeing it in a meme on social media. And I was just like, you know what? I don't care to fact check this. I have better things to do with my time. We're just going to pretend that this is true. Because you know what? Sliced bread would be the best thing since Betty White. <laughs> and, okay. You know, I said I wasn't going to get into, like, the topic of death for much longer. But. You know, during this pandemic, when someone dies and it's not related to COVID, don't you find it is like suddenly so much sadder? Okay, death, regardless, like I know even if it's COVID, it's it's very, very, very sad. But then it, I think it just hits you in a different way when um, when someone dies of something else other than COVID. 
Like, I know with COVID, there's like this lingering fear that we'll all eventually get it and die. And we've spent like almost two years trying to be careful of COVID. And then there's so many uh, people that are just dying for a number of things. And it just feels like, you know, that fucking sucks. We're all suck here, miserable. And then someone can just die of something else. You know, the world keeps turning. The world keeps moving on. And wow, that just got suddenly depressing. Well, <laughs> you know what? I was going to get into Bob Saget and Norm MacDonald, but you, and both, you know, two people that very sad that had passed. But I promise you, I have a very entertaining show. Um, <laughs> let's, let me just get, let's get into it. We're going to get right into the celebrity news. That was the worst transition ever. Oh my God. Yes, it's time for celebrity news. <laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. But before I begin, I do want to thank everyone that has supported me and continue to support me as I return. And to all the new listeners, I hope you guys stay a listener. It really does mean a lot to me. And I know I don't have a lot to show for it yet, but this year will be different. And, and if you're really loving the podcast, feel free to go onto my Instagram at loud and proud podcast, follow, like, share. Okay. Click on the link in my profile and just start going on all the services I'm available. I'm available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Anchor, just like, subscribe, comment, give me five stars. If you have something negative to say, keep it to yourself. Nobody asked you. <laughs> oh, and you can pretty much find me on TikTok. Find pretty much. You can finally find me on TikTok at Loud and Proud Podcast. As you can see, I like to try to keep things consistent. That's and with A-N-D spelled out, not the ampersand. So once again, just Go find me on anything. It Just start searching up at Loud and Proud Podcast. I'll be there waiting for your love and support. And if you, again, if you have negative anything negative to say, keep it to yourself. I didn't ask for it. Nobody asked for it. We don't welcome that. I talk shit here, not you. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into the first story. It's a hot story. It's a spicy story it's a burning with karma kind of story so apparently there's this instagram model that is ready to sue after accusing drake of spiking a condom full of his jizz with hot sauce and yes the first thing i thought of when i heard hot sauce was yes i got hot sauce in my bag spike um <laughs> apparently they were at a party a few weeks ago and they went back to Drake's hotel because obviously they're not going back to hers. Um, <laughs> apparently they were smoking and then one thing led to another and Drake ensured things were going to be consensual. So then he walks his ass to the bathroom, comes out with a condom. Yep. That man walked with his rubbered up dick from the bathroom to the bed. They fucked. And then immediately he headed back to the bathroom to dispose of the condom babies. So later that night, I don't know how long or whatever, this bitch stops by the bathroom, 
fishes the condom out of the trash, unties it, and tries to fucking inseminate herself right next to the toilet. What happens next is my favorite part. I think we would all agree. The model said it was like pouring hot lava into her pussy. <laughs> and so she just started screaming out. So Jake, uh, Drake, Jake, I said, mm. anyways, Drake runs into the bathroom and he admits apparently that he poured hot sauce into the condom to kill the sperm. I wonder if he used Frank's Red Hot sauce, you know? Like Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. Pizza, chicken, sperm. I see a campaign potential. I don't know what kind of hot sauce he uses, but I see potential for a campaign. Um, <laughs> now, what the article didn't mention, and this was my main question, was were there any injuries that were sustained? Like, <laughs> I hope I'm not the only one that wants to know. Like, the vagine is a self-cleaning oven, right? So, like, after 48 hours, like, was it all good to go? Was it ready to start trying to st steal some other man's sperm? Like, you know, they say that the mouth is similar to the vagina, which is why people like getting, you know, the BJs. So then I was thinking... I burn my mouth for half a second. I'm fucked for the whole week. So <laughs> I can't even I can't even be serious about this. Like <laughs> anyways, this woman's identity has not been revealed. <clears throat> it sounds like she's American, which I wouldn't be surprised about because if she's claiming that she was ready to sue, I want to know is she suing for damages? Is she suing for loss of income? Let's be real here. She's an Instagram model. Okay. Everyone's an Instagram model. Not everybody can handle their money or be smart enough to figure out money. If she's putting, if she's not putting, pouring sperm into her vagina, I assume times are rough <laughs> for, I guess, Instagram models. Oh, they must be killing themselves. Um, <laughs> well, in Drake fashion, he responded to a story on Instagram commenting um you can have your 15 minutes of fame and i'll take the other 23 hours and 45 minutes and i really did like that comment but i will say 15 minutes is quite generous um like i said we don't even know who this dumb bitch is and apparently she doesn't want to be identified well like no fucking shit i heard this story and immediately thought of gorilla glue girl who i also never felt sorry for never cared for <laughs> Now, some are saying that this story is not true, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised. How many times do we hear about these women or people in general that try to get, you know, these men trapped into, you know, having a baby? And, we you know, we all saw how Drake acted the first time around. I'm pretty sure um, he's not going to let that happen again. I know he might be a good dad now, but we I didn't forget what transpired before that baby was born. Um, <clears throat> and apparently there are a lot of stories out there. I didn't realize this, but there's a lot of stories out there of ladies, you know, talking about their sexual encounters with Drake 
And I'm thinking maybe I'll like dig deep into that and look into it because hearing the part of him walking from the bathroom to the bed does not sound sexy to me. It's not very entertaining. It, it doesn't sound arousing. Okay. Because let's think about it. All right. He's probably on the top floor of a high end hotel. He's definitely not on the fifth floor of the Holiday Inn or the Marriott, where the bathroom is right beside the bed, right? <laughs> so my question is, how long was he in the bathroom? Did he have to make himself hard again? How long is the walk from the bathroom to the bed? Is he... I, like, this is the groundbreaking journalism that I am looking for. <laughs> I don't care, like I said, if the story is false, a rumor, or true. I mean, if anything, I think it's a positive. I hope there is a bunch of men out there that go buy hot sauce so that they don't impregnate these women because people don't need to be having these kids that shouldn't deserve to be having kids in the first place. <sighs> Anyways, enough about this beat it up old puss puss. You know who else is having a rough week? Tiffany Haddish. Wow, that was a transition. Um, it was reported that at early on January 14th, um, there was uh, cop officers responding to a 911 call about a driver asleep at the wheel, and apparently it was around 2.30 in the morning. Uh, the officer saw the car that matched the description and conducted a traffic stop while the vehicle was putting pulling into the yard of a residence. Now, it wasn't clear if you know, Tiffany was pulling into her own residence, if it was some random person's residence, but <clears throat> she was arrested. She did make bond and was released at 6.30 in the morning. Tiffany's rep has not responded to any questions yet, but I honestly do hope that she is okay. Like, thankfully, it sounds like no one was hurt. Hopefully, this is just a one-off because, you know, I think... Tiffany is so much better than this. Um, but her mugshot, though, <laughs> if you haven't seen her mugshot, maybe I'll post it on my Instagram, but I can't believe she's smiling. Like, either she was that drunk or, like, I don't know. Like, I'm only conflicted because, knock on wood, but whenever I look at these mugshots, it always makes me wonder how I would act. And I always believe that I would either be full-on tears, crying, like you couldn't even see my eyes because they're closed, like snot running down my face, or I'm just so drunk. Like, I don't even know what the circumstance honestly could be. I feel like I could be so drunk and start bawling because I'm arrested. So... <laughs> because I know I'd definitely be shitting myself. Like, I... I I go nuts. I'd probably go insane just trying to take this photo. But anyways, there's these news outlets that I've been reading that have been, you know, mentioning along with this DUI that, you know, Tiffany Haddish and Common only broke up back in November. And, you know, honestly, I don't think this is the reason for her DUI. Um, it sounded like an amicable breakup. You know, the two honestly sound like they could get back together at any time because when they broke up i don't think i've ever heard them say anything negative about each other i do know common has you know 
I do remember hearing Common talk about the relationship, saying that it was great. It was probably, I think he practically said it was one of the best relationships or the best relationship he's ever had. And, you know, the problem was because they met during the pandemic or, or got together during the pandemic, once things started, you know, getting back to normal, you know, they couldn't really invest that time in their relationship, which makes sense. These two people are always traveling. I'm sure they're traveling, you know, every other month for work. So I haven't heard any negative and I'm sure it was hard to break up, you know, especially if you still love each other and whatnot. But I really do hope Tiffany Haddish would be stronger than to have the breakup as the reason for her DUI. Like I'm sure she'll have to do a press tour which would be her apology tour. Um, but I can't see, I can't see this being anything, you know, as a problem. I mean, who knows? Hollywood's Hollywood. And who knows? Maybe Tiffany Haddish has always had a problem. I mean, she did, it was a year ago when she performed drunk on New Year. Was it a year or two ago when she performed drunk on, on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? And, bombed her set but then again that's that's a whole other thing it was new year's anyways you know which relationship though now that i'm thinking about it you know which relationship i've never really believed or cared about and i know they've just broken up as well sean mendes camila cabello never once did i feel genuine about anything genuine about the relationship like even the paparazzi shots between the two of them walking the dogs you know tripping over trash cans or whatever trying to look casual like an everyday person during the pandemic it always looks so staged and you know there was this hollywood publicist and the reason why i'm telling these stories i want people to realize too like i love love but like there was this hollywood publicist that did say like we'll know if this relationship was for real or not or not for real if they break up around the three-year mark because like these celebrities will literally sign contracts saying like, okay, we're going to pretend to be in this relationship. We're going to do that, da, 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 and it'll be for this long and then we'll break up and this will be the reasoning. And then we'll go our separate ways. And lo and behold, they broke up like pretty much just before the three year mark. I think they were together for at least two and a half years. Um, but I look at their relationship and the only thing I could think of is they literally got what they needed out of each other, which is, um, Camila Cabello. Actually, no, they both have had hit songs. Although Sean, I think, tried to release that album about love. I guess him loving Camila. I don't think anyone listened to it. I don't think I heard one song from that fucking thing. And if anything, he should have learned from Robin Thicke when he was trying to get back. Um, oh my God, what's her name? Oh my God, I'm blanking. She was in Mission Impossible. Was it baggage claim or something like that? Oh, fuck. Anyways, I can't remember her name now. But anyways, when he was trying to go all like, oh, I want you back. I love you so much. That whole album. I don't think anybody listened to it. That's why his career is over. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's think about it. They both got hits out of it. And honestly, I do believe it helped alleviate some of the like gay rumors around Sean, which I do feel bad for him. From having to go through that like i do feel bad and i've never publicly posted anything about that about him but in my mind if you're asking i know no one's asking but if you're asking i think i think i speak for everyone when we say we're still waiting for him to do the sean cody porno <laughs> 
Okay, okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> you know whose relationship? I don't know. I'm just going to talk about relationships. It's the beginning of the year, right? Relationships are coming and going. Like, you know whose relationship I believe, but like, I want to know no more details about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. They got engaged. I bet you any money they'll be on the Kardashian reboot of the reality show, which I hope isn't coming anytime soon. Well, apparently when Megan and Machine Gun Kelly got engaged, it was a bloodbath. (sighs) Megan posted a photo saying that their relationship was full of pain, yada, yada, yada. They were intoxicated by love, yada, yada, yada. They drank each other's blood, yada, yada, yada. All this is for publicity. Yes, 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 yes. Like, <laughs> like if you watch the actual clip of them getting engaged, it looked like a fucking set of a movie. Like, like heaven forbid, we actually see a genuine emotion of surprise of them actually getting engaged. Like, if you've already got the engagement, why record a fake engagement? I don't understand. And if this is real, I mean... Their faces are probably so filled and pulled that they probably can't even show a genuine emotion. God. And what the fuck is Machine Gun Kelly wearing? He looks like fucking Beetlejuice. Okay. Like, this is th- this is a photo you're going to show, I'm assuming, what's going to be Nexus Kids. One child. Any money. Because I know Megan and what's his fame? Brian Austin Green had kids. I think maybe two. I bet you any money Machine Gun Kelly would probably want one child. It'll probably come in two years. Actually, who knows? It could happen tomorrow at this point. With these two, with them spells and devil worship, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, But I bet you any money they'll have one child. And then... I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I, I don't care. This is the photo that they'll show these children. At least the kids will probably be good looking or the child will be good looking. Anyways. (laughs) Are any of you trying to buy a man's love? If you are, go buy that PS5 right now as a bribe. Listen to me. Listen to me. Get that PS5 and you might end up like this woman on TLC's 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Okay, this lady Kimberly does just that, and it fucking backfires so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I It is so good. I can't even explain it. I'm literally going to play you the clip, okay? Give me your guess. Wow. Will you tell me your MacBook Pro? I bought you. Like it's your other gift. No! PS5! No, 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 no. Oh my. Jumanji. Wow. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Do you love it? I love it. I love it. Good. Good. It makes me so happy. Ah! You made me so happy by it. This is how we're gonna pass the night today. Are you going to sleep like, like let's sleep with that instead of me? Like, That's cool. Oh. Usman is literally hugging and kissing his gifts, and I'm sitting over here like, hello, can I get some of that? I'm sorry, I'll be going back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm telling you, the way that, uh, <laughs> the, way of the scene I paused. 
where I paused the scene, the look on her face, this lady Kimberly's face. Oh my gosh, she looked like she was about to take the PS5 and just shove it down his throat. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for her. I mean, it's just so funny to me that somebody like, these are grown ass people, somebody like him couldn't even say like, thank you give a hug like are, are, were people not raised right i know you get a gift you say thank you you give a hug and blah, 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 blah. like <laughs> ah, the way that he was holding like you know what was so funny about it is and i do and this part slightly makes me feel bad for kimberly is he was so happy that he i bet you any money knew that he needed to like hug her Thank her. Kiss her. Maybe actually sleep together. Oh, by the way, they haven't even fucked yet. And this woman's already giving him a PS5 and a MacBook. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, it blows my mind. But my whole point was, I felt like his reaction, the way he was like, oh, I'm going to have to leave now. I'm gonna, I won't be able to sleep all night. Like, this is him trying to find his exit. Okay, he's like, I understand what just happened. I know what's to come. And I don't want to partake. Like, this is what happens on the show. Like, I swear it's the same thing, just a different scenario. And I don't feel bad for Kimberly. Why? You are a grown-ass woman. And you're out here, you know, playing tricks like this. Like, this is this is people like... My age, like, you know, when you could say, oh, like, I was young, dumb, and in love, and, you know, I don't even think I would have bought them both. Like, you're lucky if you would have got one for me. Like, <laughs> actually, if we were in a relationship, we would have to have been together for some time. And if, if you were to get it, you would only get one. <laughs> and then that's it. You're buying dinner for the next few dates. <laughs> Anyways, let's get right into what is this never-ending story, the Spears family, which just when we thought we had a break from them, whether it was Brittany, whether it was Jamie and Jamie and Jamie Lynn and Joe Jamie or God knows what the other names of these families family members are, Jamie Lynn is speaking out on her relationship with Britney Spears because this bitch has a book that's coming out. Okay. <laughs> Jamie has said she has nothing but love for her sister, despite Britney fucking roasting her on social media after doing <laughs> her first round of press tours. Um, Jamie Lynn was on Good Morning America, and she said that she felt Britney was always like a second mom, okay? But, she said, through the years, she noticed a change in her behavior. She said Britney was erratic, paranoid, spiraling. She had some story, I think on it, it showed on Light, Nightline on ABC, where it was like something about a knife. But we were just like, at this point, girl... Girl, girl, been there, done that. On a Wednesday night, after one too many glasses of Chardonnay, sometimes you just become Harley Quinn, okay? Just walking around with knives, walking around with these <laughs> knives. You know, my sister knows better than to mess with me. <laughs> but anyways, whether you've watched the clips or not, you know, I'll start with the positive. I loved how Jamie 
you know, answered the question on Britney's current state of mind. You know, that was basically bait, okay? She didn't go in on her. She didn't comment. But at this point, I don't know if there's anything that Jamie could ever say in an interview or in a book that will even make us win our hearts. Because Britney has said how she didn't feel supported by her sister. She has said that Jamie has never had to work for anything. Everything was always given to her. And basically, that's all Britney's had to say for us to fucking hate her and for have and for the gays to just go in and, like, destroy Jamie. <laughs> but the big question is, why the fuck are you doing an interview right now? Why are you even releasing this book? Like, do you want to repair your relationship? Or are you only even... Are you only interested... Uh, in seeking attention. Like, we're only watching because we do want to hear what you have to say about Britney. Okay? Yes, we love Zoe 101, but at this point, you are just rejected, rejected, R-E-J-E-C-T-E-D, rejected. Okay? <laughs> and I do believe Jamie is in a lot of pain. Okay? I will give her this. I'll give her that I believe that just like how Britney was controlled, I'm sure Jamie Lynn was controlled or conditioned into being okay with all of this happening. Okay? Is that an excuse? No. If you ask me, it's not. Because after a certain point of age in our lives, you were grown. Grown is grown. There is no excuse. At some point, you got to wake up and fucking smell the roses. And sometimes <laughs> I like only watching these interviews did i feel like jamie lynn was giving me some megan markle vibes you know like after all these years you didn't realize what was happening was wrong like <laughs> like whether she knew whether jamie lynn knew or not about you know everything that was happening behind the scenes with britney jamie needs to understand that there are consequences for her actions or her lack of action. Like that would have been a more inter entertaining interview talking about how she wished there was so much she would change about the past, about how happy she is that her sister's free or, you know, yes, she's had some issues, but let me tell you the issues because honestly, from the clips, she spoke so generally that in these interviews look so boring, you know, aside from the tears, bore, okay? Like, Jamie, if you're going to come up with a book and you've got nothing else to say besides rehearse lines, fucking there's the door, all right? This is your one and only opportunity that we're ever going to care to hear you speak. And this is the time for you to actually talk about Britney's mental state. Like, I know before I said I respected it, but, like, if you're going to do it, this is what you're here for. Fucking show up. Like when Will Smith had a book, we fucking learned everything. Sometimes I think we learned too much. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know if I could ever look at the Smith family the same. Um, <laughs> but like own it. Own your fucking shit. Tell me about the love of your sister, regardless of the sadness, your side, whatever. Like it's just... It's, it's just so obvious that Britney's family or her father or that whole stupid team really didn't think she was going to be freed so soon. Because if you ask me, this book looked like a way to repair the family's image and sort of like justify why Britney's in a conservatorship. Well, you know what, Jamie Lynn? Tough shit. This is what you agreed to. I hope you get the help you need because your family has fucked you up. And mark my words, in five to ten years... Mm, 
actually better yet, I'll put it like this. In five years from now, okay, after Jamie Lynn has done some therapy, because that's everyone, that's all everyone does. We do a little bit of therapy, we find some, we find one aha moment, and that's it. We run with it, especially in Hollywood. Maybe not in real life, but in Hollywood's life, yes. So in five years from now, she'll do a tell-all interview probably with Good Morning America. She'll talk about how she can't believe she was brainwashed into thinking all of this was okay and blah, 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 the love, blah, 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 Brittany, blah, 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 pain. And then five years from that interview, there will be a book, okay? In that book, it'll be an attack on her family to clean up her image. And she would only do the book if her and Brittany are actually on good terms again, okay? What I will say, though, is even though Britney is free, it doesn't mean Britney doesn't have mental health issues of her own. Like, I know we could walk downtown and probably find people that would need a conservatorship more than Britney. But I really do hope both of them, especially Britney, is able to find some good people to be on her side because... One of the biggest problems Britney had in this industry was that her team was never good. Never good for her. Never had her back. God, you know, it's just such a mess. You know, you know what these two sisters need? These two sisters need Judge Judy, Steve Harvey, and Judge Joe Brown. Is Judge Joe Brown even on TV anymore? <laughs> I don't even know. That's how long it's been since I've watched daytime television. I don't even know if he's still... I don't know who the new judges are. Um, I just watch reruns of Judge Judy. <laughs> but honestly, these three judges... Well, Steve Harvey's quotation judge, which I don't know if you guys heard, but apparently he's a judge now. These three would whip their these girls' asses into shape. And I bet you could resolve it in like one good season. One solid season. 20 minutes each episode. Let's give them 20 episodes. <laughs> Look at me pitching to Fox or ABC. You want to heal, heal these sisters? Get them three. Give them their money and they'll be healed. <laughs> oh, my God. And side note, I can't even believe Judge Judge Steve Harvey is out with this Judge show. I'll stick to the family feud. I do miss when he had his talk show, though. I did enjoy that. But I'm sure Steve Harvey's doing just fine financially if I don't watch. But I'm not doing fine financially. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is the end of the season premiere. The first episode, season three, 2022. Who the fuck would have thought I'd be back? But here I am. <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank you all for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. You can always message me um, on Spotify, though, unfortunately, because I do it with Anchor. Um, it's only available on Spotify, but I do have a poll and a question. Uh, you guys feel free to comment. Feel free to just DM me on Instagram and just be like, yo, what the fuck was with your... Or, yo, bro, I thought you were hilarious. Or, yo, bro, I... I want to be on your show. <laughs> 
Anyways, I go hope you guys have a great next two weeks. That's right. I'll be back two weeks from now. Um, well, if I, you know, if let's say I feel like squeezing two episodes in within two weeks, I'll let you guys know. But for now, every two weeks, Monday, noon, I'll be posting new episodes. So, yeah, let's go. Let's see. Let's let's have some fun. All right. Stay loud and proud, hoes. <laughs>